Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 40 of our podcast that was originally recorded on September 8th of 2014. I started off with the What I'm Leeching Now segment of the show, and I'd like to make one correction where I talked about the Humble Bundle sale giving away free games every day. It appears they're only giving away free games on Monday during the sale, so I'd like to apologize for that one. Jumped into some news stories where I talked about the Xbox One launching throughout 28 countries in September. Elder Scrolls Online team is hit with playoffs at Zenimax. Unreal Engine 4 is offered free for schools. Slender the Arrivals coming to consoles. I talked about a few of the games I'm playing now, like Project Gorgon, Run, Fight, or Die, Diablo 2, Hex the Trading Card Game, and of course I talk about what I want to play now. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. We are on episode 40. My name is Joe Luzzi, and this is being recorded on September 8th, 2014. Um, we can be found, let's start for some introductions of the show and everything. We can be found at what I'm playing now at gmail.com. Send us some emails. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G, like I always say. Uh, look for us on Google Plus, plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. We do streams normally or I do streams normally on Wednesday and Saturday evenings. I actually did a little impromptu stream last night uh, playing a new game that I found over the weekend, and we will be talking about that in the What I'm Playing Now part of the show. But for now, let's jump into the What I'm Leeching Now part of the show. This was a new part of the show that I started last week, a new little segment that can maybe save you some money on games or maybe even get you some free games if you're not too sure where too sure where to look. So the first one that I found this week, which is a pretty sweet deal I must say, is the Humble Store sale. So humblebundle.com slash store, if you go to that URL, the Humble Store is actually having their end of summer sale. They are actually giving away a free game for the next 14 days. Uh, today's free game is Warlock Master of the Arcane, which you can get now for free if you go to that URL. And I downloaded it earlier on Steam. I got the Steam key sent right to my email, downloaded it on Steam. I did not have a chance to play it. It's a game that is a couple years old, but considering it's free, you can't really complain too much. So I would go back to that site daily. It looks like they are going to have stuff going throughout this coming weekend and into the following weekend. So for the next 14 days, if you go to that, go to the site, humblebundle.com slash store, uh, you can pick up a free game, which is one of the best deals I think I actually came up with for the week. The next thing that I actually found was an article on GameSpot, and they talked about the best free PC game. So if you game on the PC and don't don't game on the console or if you do both i game on pretty much anything i can get my hands on as far as pc consoles board games pen and paper games all this stuff i like to play any sort of game so but these are free pc games some of these are known as what's known as free to play which might have microtransactions within them others are pretty much just more free to play like the very first one which is dota 2 so i'm just going to run down the list that they have i will definitely have the url in the show notes for you if you would like to pick up or see any of these games and try them out they listed some of the free games here dota 2 league of legends smite path of exile most of these first ones i played I think I've played all of those except Smite. I haven't given Smite a chance yet. Path of Exile was a good game. Ghost Recon Phantoms, Rift. I played Rift for the first six months that that game was out. That was a pretty good MMO. I know they've had some major changes over the past couple of years. Star Wars The Old Republic. 
the Lord of the Rings Online. I have a lifetime membership to the Lord of the Rings Online, and I probably haven't logged into that game in probably close to six months to a year now. And that is a game that I keep meaning to get back into and have just never really had a chance to get back into. But it was a very good game. If you're into the Lord of the Rings lore and you like that whole Tolkien universe, definitely a game to give a chance, and it is free to play. Planetide 2 is another one. Team Fortress 2, World of Tanks, War Thunder, Tribes, Ascend, War of the Roses, and of course, course, Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft. So those are a list of free games that GameSpot had recommended, all for the PC. I think a pretty damn good list that they put together there. And I don't think you can go wrong by trying any of those games, considering they're free. The other thing that I found for the week, and just skimming through some of the different websites that offer deals and everything... Target, if you go to your local Target's website and click in your and type in basically your address, uh, see if they're actually offering this in your area. They are in mine. They are offering in a sale basically to get game cards at a discount. So you can buy one game card and get one 25% off. And when they're talking about game cards, they are talking about cards that will give you money for the Xbox Live Store or for the PlayStation Store. Not only that, you can also buy the subscriptions for Xbox Live, like your gold subscription, a 12-month subscription, and for PlayStation Plus. So if you buy I don't know how you can I don't know if you can mix and match them or not. You're going to have to check this this shit out for yourself. I'm just going to tell you about it, but I'm wondering if you can maybe buy an Xbox Live Gold membership as well as a PlayStation Plus and get one of those 25% off. I don't know if that's what they're doing. I don't know if you can mix and match any of this stuff. I saw the ad, wanted to throw it out there. I will have the link to the Target ad uh from my store in the show notes check out your local store and actually see if they're offering it as well. They are saying that there's no rain checks, quantities are limited, so since this is already uh, Monday evening and this sale started yesterday, no guarantee that you will find this in your area. So just wanted to pass along the news to everyone on that. So I think those are some pretty good sales that we have for the week. A pretty good list of games that we have for free. Some sales. You can also, at the Humble Bundle, you can also get games on sale since they're having their summer sale. But the the big thing is actually the free games that they're giving away each day. So there you go. That is the What I'm Leeching Now part of the show, and we are going to jump into the news stories for the week. One of the first news stories I ran into this week is about a board game called Villainous Viking. Sales for this game have been suspended. Uh, I guess the company had sent out several review copies to different reviewers, and after they actually sat down and played the game, they actually noticed that there were some major flaws in it. So I don't know if this actually made it out to retail stores and made it to the hands of customers. It kind of sounds like it did, and it sounds like after they sat down and played it, they said that it doesn't seem like a 1.1 kind of like upgrade is going to be able to fix the issues that the game currently has and that they're going to be working on a whole new revamp a 2.0 part of the game is what they were referring to it as and then they were going to try to see how how they can make this up to the customers that actually purchase the game so i wasn't familiar with this board game it's i haven't seen or heard of this too too often in the board game segment. I haven't been following board game news that often, though, so this may... I'm sure this has happened in the past. This is one of the first stories I actually came across that just happened this past week uh, for this game. 
So if you actually picked up Villainous Vikings, be on the lookout that it is going to be remade. It sounds like they're going to try to do good by their customers, which is great. Victory Point Games is the website that I actually found this article on, and give it a check there, and just keep an eye out for 2.0 part of the game. Let's jump into some Xbox news that I found for the week. So the Xbox One is going to launch in 28 new countries in September. Most of the countries, it seems, will have already launched by the September 5th. Then it seems like the second half of the month are launching maybe another quarter of the that 28 countries. And then Microsoft also said on here it's going to be planning to launch the Xbox One in Argentina soon. So... This is a pretty good time to be launching systems in um, various countries with Destiny coming out tomorrow, FIFA 15 coming out shortly as well. A lot of the countries that the Xbox One will be going into are I'm sure are going to be huge FIFA fans and Microsoft is probably doing very good by getting the system out into those countries. Also, Microsoft in the US is, again, this is US only, is giving away a free game if you purchase an Xbox this week. So starting, I believe it was, I don't know, uh, valid September 7th to the 13th. So that started yesterday on Sunday. If you bought an Xbox One, you can actually get a your choice of a free game. And it sounds like you can get any free game that they that they have, basically. it's They list five or six games here in the little article, but from what it sounds like, from what I read on the on the GameSpot article, you can actually pick up any game. The really nice, interesting... Oh, come on, really? And the Hangout just crashed. Okay, we are back with the Hangout. So the video on this may be skipping a little bit because Mozilla Firefox just crashed on me. But we will continue with the audio part, and the video is now back. So I was talking about the Xbox One and how you can get a free game. You can get any free game, and then I was just about to say the nice thing about this is you can get a free game with any of the bundles that they currently have out. So if you pick up the Madden NFL 15 bundle or the Forza, 5, Forza Motorsport 5 bundle, you'll actually be getting two free games, which sounds like a damn good deal to me. Uh, so this is something I would definitely look into if you're looking to get an Xbox One. This is probably definitely the week to get it. It says you can also pick up Destiny, Titanfall, any of the any of these games. The new Diablo game is listed here. So if you're in the market for an Xbox One and you're kind of on the fence of getting one, I would say this is probably one of the best damn weeks to get one. With all the new games coming out and being able to get free games, you can't go wrong with that. Our next story, we're going to jump over to Samsung. Samsung had a good conference last week where they discussed quite a bit of new gear that's coming out. One of the cool things that I actually saw was the Samsung Gear VR. This almost looks like an Oculus Rift headset that is powered by a Galaxy Note 4, which is a 5.7-inch Quad HD Super AMOLED, which has a 5.7-inch Quad HD Super AMOLED display on it, which sounds super cool. And it sounds like Samsung and Oculus are working together on this. I, I watched a little video of, from PC Magazine on this article, and they basically popped off the back cover. They actually plugged the phone into the USB port. Uh, the one guy stated that it's probably going to get you about two hours of battery life because the battery, because the phone 
actually is kind of charging, you know, through is it well, isn't charging, but is being powered. The device is being powered by the phone. So this sounds like a pretty slick device. So if you are into the Samsung phones, if you're thinking about getting a Galaxy Note 4 and and looking into getting Oculus, I believe these are supposed to be out by the end of the year. The one thing I did not realize is the Oculus Rift Development Kit 2, it's already using a screen from a Samsung Note 3. So it sounds like Oculus and Samsung have been working together for a while. I had not been aware of that, and I've actually been following Oculus for a little while now. But that was something I had not been aware of, or if I had read it, I kind of forgot it. So this is something I just wanted to throw out there because we've been talking about VR probably since about the beginning of the year when we started talking about Oculus when we were starting the podcast. And this is a technology that I'm really stoked about and really can't wait to get my hands on. So our next story is about Elder Scrolls Online. The ZeniMax has actually had to lay off part of the staff. But from what the article said in Polygon, it sounds like this was the staff that was actually hired that they had to increase for for the launch of the game. So normally when companies launch a game of this size and magnitude, they will usually beef up their staff for customer service, probably add on a few additional developers to help finish fix bugs close to the end of development. Shortly after the game launches, within the first three to four months, they usually try to thin off some of that um, overhead that they had to bring on, and it sounds like that's what ZeniMax did here. No surprise, I don't think we need to start throwing our hands in the air saying Elder Scrolls Online is going free to play anytime soon. That's definitely probably not the case. It sounds like there's still a pretty good rabid fan base fan base playing this game. Uh, we're about six months into the game. I still have a subscription. I have not played it in the past several weeks. I've been so busy trying to play some other things, but I do want to get back into Elder Scrolls and maybe try a little bit more of the content. I know that they've made some changes with some of the past few updates that I really haven't experienced yet, so I would definitely like to get into that, and that's I probably should add that to the what I'm playing now part of the game, or part of my podcast, because... I only have one of the game listed there this week, and I think Elder Scrolls might be a good thing to add to that list. So I may have to do that towards the end of the show. Let's jump over to our another another news story I found, though. Unreal Engine 4 is being offered free for schools. So if you are in school, faculty and students can actually download the Unreal Engine 4 development tool and actually work with it to actually start learning about that. Uh, when I was in school, we basically got to program on Apple IIe's. I think they were Apple IIs, Apple IIe's, and we were basically programming BASIC at the time. So we did not have any sort of ability or resources like the Unreal Engine 4 at that time to be able to learn off of. This is a great opportunity if you're in school, if you would like to get into 3D modeling or any of the other things that you can do with the Unreal Engine 4. I would definitely jump at this if I was a student at the time. Right now, I am not a student, and I'm not spectacular at art, so I don't know how good I would probably be at 3D modeling. But, like I said, for free, being in school, definitely jump on this if you would like to maybe dabble around with this and maybe see if you'd maybe like to start or get into a career later on in life doing something like this. Our next story is about destiny and this is a really nice story and this kind of adds goes on with the sales that we actually were talking about at the beginning of the show and even into what we were talking about with microsoft i had not known that 
Bungie was actually doing this, but if you pick up Destiny on the PS3 or the 360 digitally, you can upgrade to a new gen version, which would be a PS4 or an Xbox One, for free. So let's say you buy the game now and you're probably not getting it on, on PS3 and you're not getting your PS4 maybe until Christmas time. You could buy, get your PS4 at Christmas time, buy Destiny, or not by Destiny, get your PS4, download Destiny, start playing for free, give maybe your little brother the PS3, and he can actually use the PS3 and that copy of of Destiny to actually start his own Guardian character. So he wouldn't have to, he or she, if you had a little sister, wouldn't have to basically repurchase the whole game. They're basically giving you the license to play on the new gen just for purchasing the last gen title which i think is something that more companies should be doing especially since we're now getting later into the current gen cycle these systems have been out now for close to eight months we are getting close to a year that these consoles have been out and i think games on some of the older consoles while they won't be drying up anytime soon they are going to start to dwindle off slowly just like they do during any other console cycle but if you're looking to play destiny Pick it up digitally, and then you can play it next-gen for free. Another nice article I found on Polygon was Slender The Arrival is actually coming to the PS3 and 360. It's coming out this September, September 23rd on PS3, September 24th on the 360. And this will be a perfect game to play if you're doing any sort of streaming maybe if you have an Elgato device and you're streaming out to Twitch from your PS3 or if you stream out to Twitch any other sort of way from your PS3 to play during the October month I plan on probably playing some horror games during October maybe doing some sort of maybe fucked up Friday or freaky Friday who knows type of game where we're playing some sort of horror game and we will probably I will probably be trying to do that through the month of October if I can find the time. I will have to definitely talk to the significant other and make sure I can find the time for an extra day of streaming and not get my ass chewed out too much. Our last news story for the week before we jump into the what I'm playing now part of the show. And I actually played quite a few games this week, so we have a few games to definitely talk about. It's a board game called Wiz War. Wiz War is in its eighth incarnation it's put out by fantasy flight games there was an expansion put out earlier this year and they are coming out with a second expansion it sounds like for this called bestial forces this sounds like an interesting little board game i have not had a chance to play this it sounds kind of like a capture the flag type of game where you're playing as like a wizard and the object is to kill other wizards on the board or to go into their home base, take their treasure, and make it back to your home base with their treasure. That's kind of the reason why I say it's almost like a capture the flag. It's a capture the treasure. It's a cat type game. So this it kind of looked pretty cool. I noticed that they were coming out with the expansion. I was reading through Dice Tower News, uh, Fantasy Flight Games. Um, so if you're interested in Wiz War, check the art, check the link out. I will have on the site. You can probably find the game on board game geek uh, watch a few videos on it see if it's something you'd be interested in and there you go that is the news for the week and we are jumping ahead to the what i am playing now part of the show so i played quite a few games this week but one of the first games we're going to talk about is a game that i actually did a stream for yesterday i did an impromptu sunday stream i was I had found a game called Project Gorgon. This game is currently on Kickstarter, and it is an indie MMO. 
I found this game actually by reading the Ashron Call forum. Somebody had posted it on there. I guess two of the prominent developers and um, creators of this game actually had worked on the Ashron's Call 1 and basically Ashron's Call 2 franchise games, uh, of which, if you've ever listened to the show before, you know that I am a huge fan of Ashron's Call. It's a game I still play. I haven't been playing it that much lately, but it is a game I still play. And what I had read about this game just from their page at projectorgon.com and then looking at the Kickstarter, I was like, this kind of sounds interesting. It's in alpha right now, so the game is definitely in the early stages. Do not expect a full fleshed out game. Do not expect a game that is bug free. Do not expect a game with graphics similar to some of the newer MMOs like Elder Scrolls and uh, some of the other things that have recently come out lately. It's it's in the early stages of the game. It does sound like they have a great roadmap for the game. They are adding items into the game constantly. And after playing it for a little bit yesterday, I sat down and was like, I am going to do a stream on this. I'm sure there's probably a, several people that already have. I don't think it has a huge following to it yet. I think it's something that does deserve a chance at happening. Right now, it seems like they are well short, well shy of their Kickstarter. Uh, as they only currently have, let's open up their Kickstarter page, they only have around 12000 and they're going for 100000 If it doesn't meet the Kickstarter, the developers have said they're not too sure whether the game will be able to stay around. It doesn't sound like it will. It does sound like there are other people, though, utilizing the engine that they're using, which is basically sounds like they built it off of Unity. So I'm hoping these guys can get some sort of influx of money, Somebody can see this game and maybe want to help them out and give them a chance. It, it, it really sounds like they're trying to take an older school MMO style and basically bring it up to 2014. So it one of the things they have here is they say, Think Ashron's Call crossed with EverQuest, crossed with the emergent gameplay of NetHack. So it's a very skill-based game. Everything you're doing within the game pretty much is going to level up some sort of skill. So using your sword, you're leveling up sword. Using your bow, you're leveling up bow. You can use unarmed, which will level up unarmed. They have a psychology skill, which was more of a mental type of attack. You can learn fire fire attacks. There's a different type of... There's. It seems to be there's a lot of crafting in the game. And it looks like their whole crafting system is going to be very intricate. It sounds like they want you to almost make it feel like... You're really crafting something and you're not just clicking on items and trying to just maybe put two little boxes together to make something else. It sounds like, you know, if they were talking, I was reading earlier, they were talking about how they went through the whole cheese crafting thing. To do some of the more ornate cheeses, you're going to need to put those into barrels. Well, to put those into barrels, you're going to need to learn probably wood crafting. To do that, you're probably going to need the iron crafting to do the iron rings around the barrels. And there's just a whole slew of crafts that will go together just to possibly do this one thing, uh, which, which sounds just freaking crazy. But the little I played last night, I actually had a really good time and, and had really enjoyed the game. I, I really wasn't expecting to. When I first logged into the game, I was like, okay, these are indie-style graphics. Uh, the The animations don't look as smooth. They're not as perfect as some of the other AAA titles, but it's an indie title. It, games aren't necessarily all about the eye candy, and I think that was the one thing that kind of caught me about this game. It, it doesn't necessarily have to look the greatest, but it does play good. It just had something in there that reminded me 
of the first time I stepped into Ashron's call. I guess one of the first things I noticed was I didn't feel like my hand was being held and I was being led through the game. I really felt like that first day when I had stepped into Ashron's call almost 15 years ago, I really didn't even know what the hell an MMO was, what the hell I was doing, where to go, what to do, and it was this game kind of just reminded me of that because you talk to NPCs in the game, you get a, you can do some what they call favors for them, which are basically quests, but there's nothing that shows up on the screen that says this item is over here, this person is over here, there's a line on the ground that leads you over here. It sounds like once you level up a little bit more and level up some of your different skills, those types of aspects to the game can actually be utilized, but when you first start off, you're pretty much just walking around and just trying to figure it out, and it's just like a huge puzzle which is, I think, what made some of those first MMOs back in the day, like Ashron's Call, EverQuest, Ultima Online. I think that's what made them so interesting and so intriguing to everybody, because everybody was exploring everything, everybody was learning everything for the first time, and the game wasn't holding your hand and basically just making you a clicking monkey that was going from one area to the next area, following a line, killing a mob, and then doing something else and rinsing and repeating. And I think that's what a lot of the newer MMOs have gotten into, which is one of the reasons why when I played Arcage, I just kind of sat there and I was just like... Yes, Arcage does have some new things as far as crafting goes, as far as being able to build the boat, being able to get a plot of land and do all this other shit and crap that you can do in the game. There's a lot of things that they are adding on that are new twists, but it's the same crap. I really felt like combat in Arcage was just literally hitting the same buttons over and over again. Now, in Project Oregon, I did have two, two action bars, and I was hitting the buttons, but it just felt a little different. And I don't, I really can't explain why or how it felt different, but it just did. So definitely check this game out if you're looking at, um, if you're an MMO fan and you're, if you're looking for something maybe just a little bit different, you can maybe even kickstart this thing, help them out, and see if we can maybe get this thing going. I'm, I'm hoping they can have some success with this, but uh, just give it a shot. So one of the other games I played for the week, um, there's a board game that I've actually been following for uh, a couple weeks now. It's being published by 8th Summit and Gray Fox Games. It's designed by Richard Launius, who is a pretty well-known designer in the, in, the, in the board game realm. And the game is called Run, Fight, or Die. I finally was able to pick up a copy of this board game at uh, my local game store. And the wife and I sat down and played a game on Saturday. The instructions aren't very long. The instructions are, are pretty good, I will say. I'm going to play the game a couple of more times because I would like to write a review on this. And this will probably be one of the first board game reviews that I actually do write. I've written several video game re reviews before. I've never actually written a board game review. So I actually want to do that and I want to get it posted up on Board Game Geek. But... Basically, the object of the game is you're playing as each each character, each person is playing as a different type of character, and you have a board in front of you that starts off with zombies. Each round, you're basically rolling a set of dice, and if you roll zombies, you can't re-roll those. Those zombies will then spawn on your board. Some of the other types of dice that some of the other types of pieces or items that you can roll are like a bat, a gun, books, which are magic. So with a bat, you can actually attack two zombies in in the in, in the first row. And the way your game board is designed, it actually has three rows to it. Each round, you're basically rolling the dice. You have two re-rolls that you can do. 
and then you can there's cards that you can interact with throughout the game after that you come kind of come to like what they're calling like an end of round type of phase where basically zombies are moving forward more zombies are spawning normally each turn you're getting three zombies spawning there is an event die that you're rolling along with the five die that can also cause different things and one is that one of the things that can happen is maybe not have those additional three zombies spawn it's a fun quick little game the first time we played it it did take us way longer than the box stated it would which on, on board game geek they're saying 40 minutes i think on the box it says 30 to 60 minutes i think the first time my wife and i played the game kind of lasted well over an hour for us because we were i was still looking up some of the rules the first couple of rounds we were playing we were still kind of get used to everything once we got used to everything it has a big Yahtzee type component to it, especially when it comes to the rolling of the dice in that after your first roll, you set the event die aside. Any of the five dice you rolled, as long as they're not zombies, you can re-roll. So you can keep trying to push your luck. If you're rolling all books and you actually want bats or guns, you can keep rolling those. And it, it was a fun, fun, fun little game. I really wish I would have noticed this game when it was on Kickstarter because this was a Kickstarted game. The Kickstarter version actually has additional characters to it. It has additional zombies that you can get for it. There's already several expansions to it. An expansion where you can do co-op play for two players, which is like they're calling it the Expansion 3. There's an expansion that will add a 5th and 6th player to the game, which I would have loved to have picked up. The biggest thing I would have loved to have picked up is the big zombie. There is a huge zombie character that can come out if you draw a card. Um, and he is in several of the different stacks of cards that are out there. And when he comes into play, you pretty much want to kill him instantly because he basically just starts going back between you and your opponent and just basically attacking you and damaging you and trying to kill you. So it's definitely a cool game. If you're into board games, check it out. Uh, I believe the retail price on it is around 50 bucks. I think is what it is, is what I saw um, on their website. So... I'll definitely, I'm definitely liking the game right now. Like I said at the beginning of the of, the, of my talk on this one, I want to play it a couple of more times before I write a review on it. But for right now, I, I'm really liking this, and I'm, I'm extremely glad I picked I picked this game up. So one of the other things I played over the weekend was The Walking Dead Season 2. I basically got up Saturday morning and said, what the hell, I'm flipping on the PS3. I had Episode 4 downloaded. So I got, I went through episode four, and then I kind of sat down and was like, as I was sitting there, I was like, that was one hell of a cliffhanger. I know people are already talking about the last episode that just came out. I downloaded episode five real quick. Well, episode five seemed like it took a while to download while I was eating lunch. But I downloaded episode five, banged through that real quick. And I have to say, spoiler alert ahead, so if you have not played either uh, either of the either the fourth or fifth episode of season two, Maybe go ahead a minute or two into the podcast. I was kind of disappointed in how and how the whole thing ended. Episode four was was pretty good, and the cliffhanger that was at the end of episode four, I thought I thought was okay. But once I got to episode five and some of the decisions you had to make, as far as what Clementine had to choose to do, and some of those were just just super fucked up decisions for having a kid to make uh and then you're sitting there during the one part and she goes through almost like a dream sequence where i thought that that was how they were actually going to end the damn thing because she gets shot 
and she's sitting there and she's back her with her head kind of like on Lee's shoulder and I was like tell me that this whole season has been nothing but a freaking dream sequence now if they would have done that I almost might have been a little happier than where they went once you actually did wake up from being shot but I sat there for the for a couple minutes watching the the sequence pan out and and just my mind was just like it was just blown for a minute as I was just like I don't believe they actually they're actually going for a dream sequence here but then you but then you do wake up you find out that you know pretty much you're you you've still been shot but you're this this little girl just cannot be held down so towards the end of the episode the last decision you have to make I thought was a really tough one I actually shot Kenny which I kind of regret doing now I really wish I would have shot the other girl, but um, at the time I was just like, I, just at the moment I was like, Kenny's just been going off the hook lately. He just kind of needs to just go down, and so that's the way I went. And then when I saw what had happened with the AJ and the baby and everything, and I was just like, just walked away, and she just pretty much walked away through the field on her own is pretty much the way I ended my season two. So I was reading... Alex Navarro's right up on Giant Bomb on what he did and how he went back through and played a couple of the different scenarios and which one he originally chose. I think he had a spectacular write-up on on the season, and I, I kind of agree with a lot of the stuff that he said in his article. But, wow, it was just crazy. I'm, I'm not really too sure where they're going to take Season 3, especially if you have Clementine walking around basically with a little baby right now out in the out in the woods um i'm not too sure how these two kids are going to survive so it's season three is not going to be able to get here soon enough it's basically going to be like a damn cliffhanger in the freaking walking dead tv show that we like here in this house so much so one of the other games i played for the week was diablo 2 i did that on my way back wednesday stream actually did quite a bit did way more than i planned on doing finished a couple of dungeons actually made it to deckard kane saved him went back to the town and that was pretty much where i called it quits for the night i got like uh i think it was around four levels i would say is what i got around because i think i when i logged out and finally saved and quit the game i think i was around level 11 or 12 and i think i had started maybe around seven or eight i can't remember all the numbers i have to go back and watch my actual shows myself but having a great time. Cannot wait for Wednesday to continue playing Diablo 2. We're going to continue playing this probably through October. Uh, like I said, even though I do want to play horror games in October, I'm going to maybe try to pick a different night to play the horror games. The horror games may try to do Friday and maybe try to stick with a different game than on Saturday. So if I can sneak in an extra night of gaming on Fridays during October, like I said, I think a playing a doing a fucked up Friday would probably be a a decent segment to do out there on Twitch. So, of course, I did the stream for Hand of Fate on Saturday. They had a great patch that just came out. Um, really didn't notice too much wrong with this one. There was only one card, I think, that I had gotten once. The card that actually basically stops you from being able to sell items at a store basically came up as a black image i saw somebody had actually posted this on the forums i'm going to post this as well i'm going to post my video up there so they can see that i know i'm behind in my videos so that's something once i'm actually done here with this podcast i'm going to actually try to produce another podcast or another video tonight and get that up and then i'm going to try to get the podcast out tomorrow i'm going to try to do start doing those on tuesdays before the linux show 
But Hand of Fate, I'm still having a blast with this. If you're not familiar with this game, check it out on Steam. It's an early access. It is coming to PS4. I've had a couple of people stop by the stream, talk about this one. Uh, I've been using a controller to play this game. I find it a little bit easier than with than using the keyboard. It's basically a kind of like a deck building game where you're earning and then swapping cards out of your deck that a dealer is then using for you to play the game. As you're playing through the game, you'll go through different events. The events are then battled out in real time with your character and you're fighting other magic users, rat type characters, and just different types of things within the game and just trying to get to the end to kill the boss characters. It's almost like you're using the cards to work your way. I don't want to say a dungeon because some of the cards are actually dungeon cards themselves, but each card is almost like basically a walk on your on a journey through the adventure. So it's I'm really enjoying the game. Steam early access. It's at a pretty decent price out there, I think is what we what I picked it up on originally. Definitely check it out. One of the other things I picked up over the weekend and got into was I got into the closed beta for Hex. I don't believe this is under NDA, so hopefully I can talk about this and not get in trouble. Because um, it sounds like people were actually able to stream this. But uh, Hex is a game similar to Hearthstone, I would say. Uh, probably plays a little similar to Magic the Gathering. It's, it's going to play like any collectible trading card game out there. I know that there were there were some issues where I think Wizards of the Coast, we had talked about this originally, we actually had a lawsuit against them because they thought it was so close. After playing the game, Wizards of the Coast just needs to drop the lawsuit and walk away because if they're going to go after this game, they need to go after every card game out there, including Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh! and everything, as far as I'm concerned. So... The game is actually pretty good. I was playing again a lot against the computer components after I had downloaded the game on Saturday. Um, sign up for the closed beta. See if you can get into it. Give it a shot. And, and and if you're into the card games like I am, it's you'll definitely like it. So that is about it. We're just about to wrap up the episode. We are at the What I Want to Play Now part of the show, which is our final segment of the show. And a couple of games I have listed here, I've been watching the Boss Monster um, Kickstarter that I have kickstarted, uh, mainly because I do want the cards already, as well as the expansion. And the game that I kickstarted is for tablet versions, either iOS or Android. I'm hoping that they get to the $130,000 mark. One of the stretch goals is for it to possibly come out on PC. And I believe they're going for a Steam Greenlight as well, which would be outstanding. When I was at the game store last week and I was actually playing Pathfinder, which I didn't even talk about on my What I'm Playing Now part of the show, um, I actually did play Pathfinder this weekend and we had a spectacular um scenario that we ran through my dice rolling was i do have to say quite superb i rolled i think three three critical hits throughout the night i think i had a 19 and actually two natural 20s and i was playing my paladin again and some of the guys just could not believe at the amount of damage i was able to pump out as a level four paladin because i was pretty much just slicing shit right in half we had a great scenario a great group of guys playing that's continuing i will probably be playing board games this week at the store i do have some work going on late thursday so Hopefully once I'm done with work, I can actually head down to the store. I do want to take Run, Fight, or Die down there with me and play that. So I'm probably going to be missing out on this week's playthrough of Pathfinder scenario, and we'll hopefully be able to jump back into that next week. So, all right, so we jump back to the playing now, 
or what I was playing now. Now I want to jump back to what I want to play now. So like I said, Boss Monster, it was funny as I was getting ready to leave after playing Pathfinder, there was a group of four guys, I think, sitting there playing the card game Boss Monster, and it looked great. They had some nice dungeons out, and I really can't wait to actually sit down and play this game and maybe next week after some run fight or die i can get a couple of people to actually sit down and play the game um and maybe somebody will actually have the game we can sit down and play it the other game that i wanted to mention was the room 2 this is a game that i've been playing on my android device on my phone i finished the original room which i think came out on ios a while ago i know it had come out on android a while ago and they've actually announced the room 3 is coming out so I need to sit my ass down, play the room two, and get through that because I really haven't even started it. So if I can get to something maybe this week, that may be one of the games I actually maybe play around with before I before I fall asleep at night. So that's about it. We are at the end of another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. Send us some emails. Let us know what you're playing now. You can send us, send us emails at whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. You can find us on Google Plus, plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And of course, check out our Twitch channel and don't forget to follow us on Twitch. I would definitely like to get that follower count up there on Twitch. It is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Don't forget to head out to iTunes and download the podcast on iTunes. Give us some likes out there and give me some feedback as to what you think about the show, what you would like to hear maybe differently, any sort of new segments or things you'd like me to discuss. Always willing to listen to the audience and see what they'd like. Also, we're on Microsoft Music, so you can find us if you have your old Zoom device or on Xbox Music, um, whatever Microsoft's calling it nowadays. We are on there as well. So that's it for this episode uh, number 40 of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. We'll be back next week. Have a good week, everybody, and go play some games. And remember, let us know what you're playing now. We'll see you later. <laughs>